Welcome to the River Hills Church Deep and Wide podcast. Each week we'll be going a little deeper and casting the vision a little wider based upon what we talked about on Sunday morning. So we are so glad you joined us. Stay tuned as we get rolling into Deep and Wide. Well, so thankful you joined our podcast today. And over the last several weeks, we've been walking through the teaching series called Tightening the Knot, all about marriage, all about relationships. And today we are going to be going a little deeper into what we dealt with yesterday, which was cultivating your marriage in a Christ-centered direction. So I'm here with my best buddy, Bo. He is my new chocolate lab puppy asleep at my feet right now. So he probably hopefully won't have any input, but I wanted to walk through kind of what we dealt with yesterday. And if you remember, we we dealt with the different postures in a marriage and how we have a face-to-face relationship with each other. And we also have a back-to-back relationship with each other, a side-to-side relationship with each other, and a hands-up relationship. So let's walk through them a little bit more and, and really deal with how this cultivates your marriage. Now, if you remember, face-to-face has everything to do with intimacy. And when God called Adam and Eve to leave and cleave, meaning spiritual physical and emotional oneness, there's an intimacy there between a couple that needs to be nurtured. And so many times, and and we dealt with this yesterday, and even in my own personal experience, there are many things that come between a couple uh, as it pertains to that face-to-face relationship. Really, the top three or four things are communication and how they communicate with each other, uh, money, which is a huge, huge problem. Believe it or not, in-laws, and how in-laws and how we respond to in-laws, which goes to the idea of leaving. Uh, Sexual intimacy is a huge issue with many couples. And just really just being present for each other. Uh, Those are all some of the bigger issues that I see, that many therapists see in uh, in a marriage. But but if you and I really, really cultivate a marriage relationship, we have to focus on that face-to-face relationship with our spouse. And so to cultivate that, cultivate that in a little bit more practical ways, I want to give you a couple of things here. Then we'll go to back to back, side by side, and uh, and hands up. To cultivate that face to face relationship, some practical steps you can take are simply this: uh, get go to a budgeting seminar. I know that seems really practical, doesn't seem very intimate, and definitely not romantic. Uh, here's the deal: learning how to budget and being on the same page. Uh, together on a financial perspective really brings about some intimacy, be quite honest with you, because when you deal with the details of what's happening financially and communicate those details, there's a trust goes there, there's a vulnerability goes there. And at the same time, learning how to handle that and getting a perspective on your resources and what God has provided changes things. And it brings more unity within the couple. And we talked about this yesterday. When you get married, it's not his money or her money, it's our money. And so really learning how to deal deal with that. So let me give you a couple of resources to look at. One is obviously uh, Dave Ramsey. He has tons and tons of resources out there. You go to his website, Financial Peace University, uh, and and different books that he's, uh, my, my Total Money Makeover, a book that really helped me and my wife. Uh, as well as that seminar, uh, really helpful. I was broke. Now I'm not is a 
website and it has tons of resources and most of them are free there. The book is great. Uh, also a good friend of ours and, and, and as well as uh, a member of our church, uh, Wade Carey has Climbing the Mountain, which is a wonderful book on budgeting. Crown Resources uh, is an um, a, a, a older um resource by a guy named Larry Burkett, who's gone on to be with the Lord, but that is a great resource. And even listening to podcasts like Clark Howard, that are, those are great things. And there's even TikTok videos and Instagram reels and stuff of people who give you tips and how to do that. But I would encourage you to check some of that out. Take a seminar if you're not on the same page. And typically within a marriage, you have one that likes to spend and one that likes to save. And maybe there's not a lot of communication there. Also, I would encourage you as a couple to go somewhere to develop that face-to-face relationship. Many times the distractions of life, whether it be kids, whether it be work, whether it be bills, whether it be people in your life, you don't spend time leaving and cleaving with each other. So go somewhere, whether it's a regularly date night or whether you put the kids to bed early and uh, you watch your favorite movie together or just, just where you can communicate. This doesn't have to be extravagant. This doesn't have to be expensive. It doesn't have to cost anything, but go do something. Go take a walk together. Spend those rhythms. One of the things that I remember growing up with my parents is that every night they cleaned the kitchen together. One would sweep the floor and the other one would do the dishes and then they finish everything together. They didn't force us kids to do that. That was one we had to do a lot of other stuff, but that was time that they spent together every night. Go somewhere, do something together. Also, work on your intimacy. Now, I don't want to get X rated or anything like that, but many times couples don't work on their int- intimacy before they get married. And I'm not saying have sex before marriage, but I'm saying learn what that intimacy looks like from a biblical perspective. And once you get married, nurture that as well as promote some understanding within the relationship. There are going to be times when people are sick, stressed out, frustrated, angry, or uh, just medically aren't able. So learn how to develop that intimacy physically from a biblical perspective and, and, and nurture that during your relationship. A great book for those of you who are intending to get married is a book called Intended for Pleasure, and as well as something you can incorporate with even in your own marriage. It is uh, it's a Christian perspective, um, and you can look that up. There's also a book called Celebration of Sex, which is from a Christian perspective. You can look that up as well. I would also encourage you to think through a book called The Five Love Languages. Now, it's an oldie, probably about 25, 30 years old by now, but it helps you understand your spouse in developing that face-to-face relationship when it comes to vulnerability and intimacy. And there's a test online you can take for free. Just Google five love languages test. There's also a book, and I'm sure there's podcasts about it well as well. And uh, it's something just to really help encourage that relationship, encourage that uh, intimacy you can have with each other from a spiritual, emotional, and physical perspective. That's the face-to-face. Now let's deal with a back-to-back. The back-to-back posture in that relationship really focuses on protecting your relationship and protecting each other. Both couples come into a relationship with a set of strengths and a set of uh, weaknesses, not both couples. I hope you're not doing that. Both individuals come in with a set of strengths and a set of weaknesses. And here's the deal. When you get back to back and you protect the other person, you let one person use their strength to protect the other one and their weaknesses. And you have to let the pride down and let that happen. And so here's a couple of things that you can do. Ask yourself, where is my spouse strong And I can submit that area to them. Ask yourself, where's my spouse weak? And I can protect them in those areas. Ask your spouse, how can I pray for you? 
know their struggles, know what's going to going through their minds and protect them in that. And, and as we dealt with this idea of leaving and cleaving, make sure you're back to back in the concept context of we're going to protect our time together because the relationship between a husband and a wife is the most important relationship in both those individuals' lives. The third thing is ask what are the distractions in your marriage right now? And, and this is a project you do for as a couple. Ask yourself, what are some of the distractions in our marriage right now? And make a plan to deal with it together. Don't do it apart. So what are some of the distractions? What are some of the sin issues? What are some of the, some of the uh, as we talked about yesterday from the Song of Solomon, what are some of the little foxes that sneak into your life and bite and chew? Make sure you're uh, dealing with that. The third posture is side by side. That's the friendship aspect. So we've got the intimacy. We've got the protection aspect and, and fighting for one another, that concept of all for one and one for all. But the side by side is the friendship and, and what you do together and nurturing that relationship with each other. So here's some things that you can do. Ask yourselves as a couple, what is something we can do together to serve the Lord? Now, what's interesting is that we used to have food distributions at our church, and one of the coolest things was watching couples come together to serve. That was a great, great, wonderful thing. How do you? How can you serve together as a as a couple? Another question is 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 simply what kind of hobbies can you develop together as a couple? Now, my wife and I have totally polar opposite hobbies, and we don't always get this right. But trying to enjoy her hobbies and her trying to enjoy my hobbies is a constant struggle, but it's also a constant way where we can get on the same page and be side by side with one another. So, what are some hobbies that you guys can develop together? Another thing is this: being a group together. Be in some place together where you're in a small group together, you're dating one another with other couples, whatever it may be, but be in a group together. Now, our fourth posture is the hands up posture. That's the posture of, of really worshiping the Lord. This is the most important one that you do individually and you as a couple. Uh, we dealt with this from Psalm 91 verses one through four and, and really taking our refuge abiding in and dwelling in with the Lord. And so a couple of things that you can do to develop this. And this first one's pretty obvious, but you'd be shocked about how many couples don't do this. Have you shared your testimony with your spouse? Do they know how you came to Christ? Do they know how you're growing in your relationship with Christ? It would blow your mind. Most couples don't talk about this. And this is going to enhance the face-to-face, -face, the back-to-back, -back, and the side-by-side -side, is that you know that each other is fully, fully committed to the Lord. Another thing is this, is public worship a priority? Now, why is this brought into this conversation? Because obviously for many of you it is. Well, here's the problem. Many, many couples now have regulated themselves to a online platform only. Now, that's a great thing. I'm thankful for technology. If it weren't for technology, this podcast wouldn't be broadcast. But here's the deal. God has created you for community. The only times you need to be using the online platform, if you are a believer, is if there is a medical reason or that you are providentially hindered from being a part of a body of Christ. Get out of your house Get involved in the body. Now, for some of you listening to this, I know you have crippling anxiety. I know there's some issues there, and we want to help you through that. And so, you know, don't let that keep you from really experiencing what God can do through the body of Christ. Now, for many of you, you've been burnt by church while you still believe in the Lord, while you still hold true to the tenets of the faith. 
church has not been something that's pleasant. And I understand that. I get that. I've been there. But maybe it's time to check out a different church. And so understand churches aren't perfect, but we are being made more like Christ. And so I would say make a commitment to public worship together. The third thing is what do you as a couple need to bring before the Lord? That's a question you ask. Does your wife, does your husband know how to pray for you? What do you two need to come together and pray together as a couple? So what do you need to bring before the Lord and just really submit that back to him? So that's an important aspect of what we're dealing with. Now, as we deal with all this, let me give you some resources within our church at River Hills that can help you. For many of you, you're in a 911 situation or you're in a situation within your own home where you need some extra help. You just can't get through to each other. You can't get uh, communication going. There's some past sin. There's some present sin, whatever it may be. I want to encourage you. There's help. And I'll encourage you to get that help. I'm going to give you two avenues. We have something called Soul Care here at River Hills to where there are certified mental health coaches and counselors that will help you. These aren't professionals. These are lay people that have been trained. And that's a good first step. And it's free. The other one is there's several, several counseling agencies, Christian counseling agencies that we refer people to. And we'd be happy to make that referral for you. You can simply just contact me. Chip at church at riverhills.com, and I will help you get connected with that. Also, support your marriage. And what I mean by that is get the tools necessary to continue to grow. You're always going to be doing that. One of the most impressive things I've seen as it pertains to marriage is that Sarah Beth and I went to a marriage conference the year we had our son. You know, when you have a child and you've been without children for four or five, six years of your relationship and you throw an extra person in there, it kind of turns the apple car over. And we were in that place, but we weren't on the verge of divorce. And we just needed to have some time to ourselves and communicate and deal with and think through and pray through. But at that conference, what was so cool to me was that there was a couple there who'd been married like 40-something years. They're still growing in their marriage. They weren't leading it. They were participating in it. And so the thing is, you need that support too. You can never stop growing and, and getting encouragement, even if you know the stuff. It's a great refresher. We're hosting a six-week small group starting in February called Grace Marriage based upon the book called Grace Marriage. It is excellent. Sign up for it. It does cost $100, but we have scholarships for you. If you need it, you can just get in touch with me. And finally, how can we pray for you? We have a prayer team. I will pray for you. Others will pray for you. Get in a small group. They will pray for you, but get people praying because I know you're list, some of you are listening to this today and you're like, my husband or my wife, they don't know Jesus. So what do we need to do to grow that? We also want to help you grow in your faith. We have something called Engaging at River Hills, and that's how to read your Bible, how to pray, how to share your faith, et cetera, and that's coming. And uh, we'll be having that in a couple of weeks. Sign up for that. That's a free seminar as well as there's ample opportunity to serve. And you, between a couple, one of the coolest things at River Hills is having couples serve as greeters and saying good morning to people. It's easy, but it's something you do together. And there's tons of missions opportunities. Guys, Make sure the posture you have with each other and before the Lord is strong and grow in that relationship. Cultivate your marriage. Love you guys. I will see you this coming Sunday.